Whoa. Zack Snyder's Justice League. I don't know if I'm angrier at the fact that... This is a minor spoiler, I guess. I don't know if I'm angrier at the fact that the Jared Leto Joker was barely in the film, despite the marketing material. Or that he didn't say the we live in a society line. That... That was stupid. Or the fact that I didn't even realize it until he showed up in the last five minutes of the movie. And I was like, oh, yeah, he was supposed to be in this. And I had known that, like, I had heard that it, it was only going to be, like, the, the final scene or one of them. But you can't, you didn't even put the we live in a society line. And somehow the rest of the lines are worse than that. His he, lines are rough. They're not great. They're not great. Anyway... Hey everybody, welcome to Screen Weens, the only podcast. My name is London, that's Thomas. Welcome. I've been this getting is Droopy McCool. McCool. I've been getting some of my coworkers and friends to start listening. Ooh. And they're like, I did not know what Thomas's name was because we don't have intros. We just oh, we because don't. we just kind of we just kind of assume that everyone that listens Pierre has been listening since day one, or as people we both know. I'm, I'm glad they don't, because those earlier episodes are probably a little rough. Yeah. Uh, mostly, like, the audio. I don't think the audio quality is great now, but it's like, and also, like, Here's us recapping a two-hour-long movie in three hours. Yeah, and that was, like... I wasn't edgy when we started, but it was kind of like the tail end of like me leaving high school and leaving my edgy phase. So I would still make like half-ass attempts at edgy jokes sometimes, which I'm sure if I looked back and listened to a few of them. I'd be like, "Yikes!" But I try not to be edgy anymore. So minus the Punisher shirt. Minus the, I was thinking about that when you're wearing a Punisher shirt, Tom. Well, you're wearing a Kermit the Frog yeah. shirt. Edgy. All my coworkers keep referring to me as a Muppet. <laughs> and I'm like, are, you, well, are they wrong? Are yeah. you a man or are you a Muppet? Um, I'm a Muppet of a man. Yeah. I'm a very manly Muppet. I caught part of not that, but forgetting Sarah Marshall. It was playing on cable this week, and I was very tempted you to sit down. Cable? My, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. My parents pay yeah. for it. They're talking about getting rid of it, though, which would forgetting not really Sarah Marshall is a great movie. I know. We need to pick like do a double feature with that and the other sequel that they did to it that doesn't have Jason's. Get him to the Greek or whatever. Yeah. Why? Well, because why wouldn't we do a double feature for getting Sarah Marshall and the Muppets? Because they're both Jason Segal movies puppets. with puppets in them. I feel like. Maybe uh, we would get more clicks on the Muppet video, because that would appeal to a more family-friendly nature, whereas, you know, Forgetting Sarah Marshall has, like, the towel <sighs> scene where we see Jason Siegel's dick. Is it Siegel or Seagal? I don't I remember. I think I he's say been... Seagal, but he's, that he's not related to Steven Seagal. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's Seagal. I haven't seen him I'm in just... a film in, like... Five I've never seen it. I've never years. heard it pronounced by like an interviewer. Or something. Yeah. So I just jump in between usually. Um, oh, we gotta start watching more terrible uh, horror movies. Uh, yeah, I've thought about starting. Did you see that wrong that wrong turn video has like almost a hundred views? Did it? Yeah. Oh man. 
And I'm like, great. I mean, there's plenty to pick from from the horror just, genre. I just anytime a new horror movie comes out, I'm just gonna have to. We pick would get it for the podcast, yeah, we'll or maybe do a review at the very least. Yeah, I, I've thought about it since it's been so long because I keep trying to work on these bigger projects, and then I'm like, get halfway through, and I'm like, oh fuck. So I'm just thinking about like doing the weekly movie bringing back 31 days of halloween no i was not not fear about it earlier are you guys just gonna pick up where i was no but i was (laughs) saying that i think it was really fun to watch those videos because you could hear how tired you were day after day you're like today we're talking about alvin and the chipmunks yeah i didn't do the necessary prep work and i was starting my new job which went into overdrive like immediately Immediately. Like the whole month of October, I just remember being a black pit of depression. <laughs> I don't like that. No. But now we can laugh at it. Yeah, it's funny in retrospect. I watched seven of the eight Howling movies. Oh, one that seventh one was rough. One day you'll make me watch them all. It'll, yeah. Okay, would you rather watch Zack Snyder's Justice League or Howling 2, 3, and 4? Which one was the... Oh, the fourth one is like the carbon copy of the first one. The third one? The The third one's the marsupial one. That one's good. I like that one. It's funny. But, uh, yeah, 2 is awful... Well, that's why I, that's why I said four. two, three, and four. I, I don't know. I feel like they both add up to be the same runtime and maybe both have about the same... Mm, no, I'd probably get more enjoyment out of watching the marsupials because it's so, like, strange. Justice League... I guess we'll get into my thoughts on Justice League when we get there, but... I don't know. I don't know. I'd say it's a toss-up because I really don't want to watch... Two and four again, but I really don't want to watch a four-hour Zack Snyder superhero movie. It's getting really good reviews. Every like, even people who like I follow online who are like notorious Zack Snyder like haters are like, it's good, and I was Um, like, so I guess we'll get yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get into it, like. Yeah, there's a couple big YouTubers I watch who are like, yeah, it's... I've been snyder pilled, <laughs> And it's like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> it's just confusing to me. Because, like, without get, diving too far, it's exactly the same as every other Zack Snyder movie to me. Like, I'd, I'd say uh, there's a couple things that maybe ground it a bit more than the average Zack Snyder film maybe. and make it a bit more accessible. But it still has a lot of those Zack Snyder-isms in it that makes his other work insufferable that I think really bogged down this one. Yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I um, haven't watched a lot of movies this week. Uh, we we started Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. The first episode came out. Um, it was pretty decent. Um, it was a good first episode. We'll see how I feel. Like, WandaVision... I thought was kind of bad. Uh, we'll You're see the only is. person I've heard say that, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Even Lucero liked it, and he fucking hates, like, modern I, Marvel. I'm... So the main antagonist of Falcon and the Winter Soldier is this group called the Flag Smashers, which mm-hmm. is like an anarchist sect. <laughs> so I'm... 
I'm a little worried at how how propaganda it's gonna be because like MCU movies are pretty just you know especially like Captain Marvel like yeah, yeah. it's just propaganda that's which a, is fine if you can recognize that it's whatever that's why I kind of like it's been a while since I've watched Winter Soldier but that's why I kind of like what Marvel did with the first like Captain America movie because yeah. it's like you know it's kind of like the expectation versus the reality of like defending your country and I feel like because I grew up here in America clearly so I I kind of went through like because I this is a fairly conservative area so I kind of went through the mindset as a child of like yeah like I live in America people tell me it's like the best place in the world I stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance every morning and you know appeal to authority and all that good stuff like that kind of a grown up mentality and I've since kind of leaned away from that, but I I think that there is kind of like a balance that can be worked with it, at least when writing a Captain America story. Yeah. Well, that's, I agree. That's why I like that trilogy, I think is the yeah. strongest in the MCU. And it's just the most interesting on like, because the character of Captain America, I knew like nothing about him before these movies, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, it's so funny to me that the mo- the one called Captain America is the most critical of like the U.S. I guess. Exactly, and that's what I think he should be striving for what America should be as opposed to yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, new episodes tomorrow. I think the same would apply to the new. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier series as well because they're basically Captain America. Yeah, yeah. So that's I, I'm, successors. It's, it'll be interesting to see. Like there are a couple interesting yeah. elements that they set maybe, up. Maybe they could work it into an arc where it's like they start off like, yeah, we, we got to take care of this anarchist group, and then maybe they'll get to know the anarchist group and be like, hey, maybe we can find some middle ground here. Yeah, find a way. Maybe yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Um. But, I watched The Midnight Man two nights ago. I, I don't uh, think I... It's just some shitty horror movie. It's based off of a creepypasta. Midnight Meat Train? Uh, oh, that's a different movie. It was really bad. Lynn Shay's in it. Mm. She's in every horror movie, though. Uh, Robert England's also in it, but he's also in a lot of things for no reason. <laughs> Except money. I feel like there's some creepypastas that if they like fell into the right hands and were severely reworked could make really interesting concepts. I remember reading this one when I was like in early high school, late middle school called 1999, which that one, the basic synopsis is like this guy, uh, he like remembered this TV show he used to watch when he was a kid that like came in through his like antenna TV and it was like Mm -hmm. local and it was like a, kids channel and it turned out like it was a guy like luring kids there to like murder them and like he basically like years later writes a blog about like kind of the whole experience and trying to figure out more about it and I never finished it because it was ongoing when I caught up with it back then but I could like see them potentially adapting that into like a documentary style kind of show that might work but yeah no there's a lot of mispotential with the creepy pause the market and they just kind of lean into the bad side of it. it yeah. Seems. And it's like, oh, damn. Because I, I like the culture. I like the idea of it, at least the concept where it's like, yeah, people online doing, writing horror stories. But 
obviously it leads to mixed results. Yeah, like I, I read a lot of r slash no sleep, even though it's just awful. Most likely. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that story that I was just talking about is probably fucking awful, too. Yeah. If I were to go back and, like, read it now, I'd be like, oh, this is fucking terrible. But I remember high school, like, my computer class, most of the time I just spent reading creepy posts. Nice. I mean, I spent all, pretty much my free time in class watching One Piece, so. Um, yeah, so I watched that. Uh, we watched Nine. Mm. You remember that one? The animated movie with the, the dolls? The, like, sock dolls? Oh, yeah. yeah. I never watched it, yeah. but I, I, that had, like, Elijah Wood in it. Yeah. I think <laughs> John C. Riley is in it. Really? Yeah. He's, like, the one of the main characters. It's, it's, it has some interesting world-building elements, and I've seen the short film that it's based on, mm. and the short film's pretty decent. Um, this one's obviously just so fucking stretched out. Mm-hmm. It like it's like eighty minutes long. It's it's a slog at that. Like uh, it could have been like forty five minutes and been pretty good, but gotta hit that runtime. Unfortunately, yeah. but there there's some good elements. A lot of the animation has aged pretty poorly, but there's some cool like monster designs in it and stuff. Yeah. Um. And then I watched I watched the Pepe the Frog documentary. Oh yeah. Uh, that was pretty good. It was pretty decent. Um, not, like, amazing or anything, but an interesting subject. I I never kept up to date. Is he still, like, claimed by the alt-right or whatever? I mean, kind of. Uh, oh, God, don't restart my computer now. (laughs) Oh, that'd be bad. Um... Yeah, kind of. But mm-hmm. there's more of a movement to not have that be happening. Yeah. It's not as bad as it used to be. Well, it's because it's like they were coming along and stealing all the good fucking memes. And it's like, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Stop ruining things I like. Um, then, uh, are you familiar with Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? I never watched it, but I remember seeing, like, uh, trailers for it on Adult Swim, um, and so I remember you, like, watched some of it a while ago. I've watched, like, three episodes. Yeah. Eventually, I'll just... It's only, like, two hours, and then what I watched I thought was pretty decent, um, but the guy who plays Garth Murray, he, uh, he directed a horror movie from, like, three years ago called Possum, oh, okay. um, about, like, this puppeteer that, like, returns home and, like, faces, like, trauma and stuff. It's a horror movie, and it's, like... It's really, it's a slow burn, it's atmospheric, it's like something Pierre would fucking hate, mm. even though he loves, like, Dark Place. But I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it. There's some really, really great moments to it. It is, I think, a little slow at times, and they sometimes repeat, like, these kind of dream sequence things uh, a little too often. Mm. But it's pretty good. Uh, I, I liked it quite a bit. And fucking, uh, I think his name is Sean Harris. Yeah, Sean Harris is in it, and he's fantastic. Uh, he's in Prometheus. He plays uh, Byfield. Oh, he was the one with the Mohawk, right? I think so. This, yeah. this is Sean Harris. Yeah. He's really good in this movie. Um, he's one of the archaeologists. And I think that's all I watched. Uh, yeah. And then I read 200 chapters of One Piece. Mm. I don't know. 600. Past the time skip. 
Yeah, I just hit the time skip. That's what I did this morning. I'm like, I want to hit the time skip before Thomas gets here. Well, there you go. Are you going to take a break, or are you just going to fucking... I think I'm just going to, like, two weeks from now, I think I'll just be done with one piece. Or at least caught up. Yeah, because you... I mean... So I've been going at about 200 per week. Yeah, because, I mean, now you're reaching the point, because you're pretty close in terms of what of the story is left. It's just the chapter count gets bigger for the arcs around this point. Hmm. Fishman Island is fairly small. Uh, the arc after that one's fairly small, and then you hit Dress Rosa, which, which is, is like hundred, the longest, right? like just solid arc. It's like a hundred fifty something, I think. I if I remember correctly. And then the current arc's been going on for a long time. Right? Uh, then there's a small arc after Dress Rosa, which leads into <laughs> a decently long arc, which then leads into Wano, which has been going on for I think three years now. Oh my god. I don't like I don't like the fact that I'm going to be caught up and just have to like. It's it's not as bad as it like. It goes by a little faster than you think. I caught up. When well, it's going to be weird from reading two hundred chapters a week to reading one. I yeah, I'll find as long as I mean clearly you're pretty patient with the series. Uh, I know uh, some people like don't like reading weekly, but. I, I think it's fun. I think it's really fun to, like, catch up, theorize, speculate, and, yeah. like, the cliffhangers that, like, Oda will leave you on. Like, this most recent chapter had the most just, like, what the fuck cliffhanger that I can't even begin to explain to you because I would still have to give you. <laughs> Luffy's been a ghost the entire time? What? But, uh, yeah, it's, it was a cliffhanger, and, I mean, I think it's a bit of a fake out cliffhanger but if it turns out to be true it's one of those ones that's like oh this is gonna completely fucking break this arc so it's like hmm it stuff like that it's part of the weekly experience whereas if you're reading it like all back to back you don't have time to like sit and think about it's like what if the series goes on this path or this path yeah. uh, but yeah no it's it's been great because I caught up with One Piece in Dress Rosa when I was in high school. Like, I caught up to the manga. I read all of Dress Rosa and, like, partway into the next arc. And then I was like, you know, I'm kind of out of One Piece. I'm, I kind of went through, like, an elitist phase where I was like, I'm going to read shonen anime. Yeah, exactly. I got it. That was when I was, like, getting into Berserk and, like, Neon Genesis for the first time. And I was like, Time to drop the show made for Little Boys magazine and move on to the big stuff. And then I, like, gave it a couple years, and then I went back and watched the anime for uh, The Whole Cake. Which, I was like, I'm probably not going to like this. But the anime kind of got its shit together for that saga, <laughs> for the most part. It still has its Toei-isms. Yeah. They all do. But even the good stuff. But it was like... It just felt like such a return to form, and I was kind of, like, burnt out after Dresser as a reading it week to week, because that arc went on for a long time. At least with the current arc, it's, like, split up into sub-arcs, mm-hmm. so it gives you a little more variety. But Dresser as is, like, all one location, and it's like, damn. But, yeah. Anyway, enough talking about broad strokes of shit you're about to read in the next two weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny. I like, I'm like, if I just had like a week off, I think I could read one piece from start to finish in a week. 
Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say it's certainly possible depending on how fast you went through it. It's funny. I d- I'm really sad we lost that audio or that footage. I think it was the footage to the one piece. Oh, Did yeah. Did you still have the audio for it? No, I think that was on my uh, PC before that shit out. Yeah. that was... You had no fucking... Yeah, idea. that would have been great to do a retrospective. Yeah. Because uh. we never, we never, it never got published, but we made a video, uh, we made a Star Wars quiz video, and then we made a video... The uh, Star Wars quiz video. That's the a, only one. Yeah. That and then we made a Star Wars video where I think I showed you a bunch of Star Wars characters. I had to, like, guess... Their names or yeah, something. Their names or some, like stuff about them. I remember um, you were surprised because I, I was like, Max Rebo. And you're like, how the fuck? That's true. <laughs> and then uh, we did the same thing for like One Piece. And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I probably. Was I showed you like. Baby guy? I still haven't seen the big baby guy. Yeah. You're When's the big baby guy? Friends, uh. <laughs> uh, the big baby guy. Uh, Fucking, I know his name. I'm having a brain fart right now. I, I'm pretty sure I might have showed you Gaimon. Uh, oh, yeah, probably. I probably showed you like Mister Three or something. I tried to sh- like pull up like really weird character designs. I was like, all right, we gotta do these because it's they have some wacky character they designs. Do. I I just love One Piece. I could talk about it for hours, which we probably will. In a yeah, well, yeah. So let's <laughs> stop talking about One Piece and talk let's about answer some questions from Tito. Yeah, because I don't think Pierre asked questions. Uh, what made up creature do you think would help the world most? Stuart Little. He'd run for president. Um, I almost said God, but then I was like, what if it's like, it's like which God? And then I'd probably just default to the fucking judo Christian God because I grew up here in America and that's just the one I, I know. And it's like, well, that God fucking sucks. Um, I mean, the Abrahamic religions, God, like, stretches throughout, like, a lot of... Yeah. Uh, Mm. Chupacabra. Probably, like, I don't know. I don't know. Every time I think of made-up creatures, they're always, like, malevolent. (laughs) Whatever. Maybe, maybe like, a phoenix or something. Unicorn? Unicorn, maybe. Unicorns would be cool. I feel like they'd be dangerous. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, like a phoenix, at least it like it's on has, fire. Yeah, but it's, it's going to start forest fires. But its fire has healing properties. Yeah, but it's still going to start forest fires. I, I I don't think the phoenix fire like burns like a fire, but that might just be s- um, some stuff that I. Get I don't know from, if like, we had dragons, fiction. then we could be Aragon. We could. Yeah, dragons, so I can be Aragon. But then you'd probably have, like, terrible terrorist acts. Yeah. You'd have, like, 9-11 um, with dragons. Yeah, you know what? I'm good. No no creatures. Does Kermit the Frog count as a... Do the Muppets count as mythical creatures? Yes. The Muppets. Maybe trolls. I feel like trolls would be fun. Goblins. I want gob- goblins. Goblins would be great. Goblins. Yeah. Goblins. Goblins. Okay. Okay. Um. No quote. 
Because mm, my phone locked. Uh, if you had a detachable body part, what would it be? Probably my, like, arm. I feel like that would be the most useful. I could, like, be a superhero and, like, just make a fist and chuck my arm. Can I attach it to other parts of my body? Sure, why not? He didn't say that, but I'll give it. I don't know why I asked that. That was going to change it. You would just put, like, your fingers on your head. Put my my hand. (laughs) I would, like, take, like, my pinky fingers and, like, just put them, make them, like, little, like, antennas. (laughs) Um, Oh, I never talked about what I watched this week. I watched Starship Enterprise. Or Star Trek Enterprise. Was it good? Season one. Um, no. Okay. But I kind of liked it, regardless. (laughs) The antennas reminded me of it because they've got Andorians in that series and they've got the little antennas. Maybe I'll give it another try. Uh, you probably wouldn't. Okay. How many seasons was it? Four. Uh, apparently, it picks up its stride by season four, which that's like the that's the Star Trek thing. Like aside from the, nine is good. Aside from like the original series, the general consensus among fans is it takes usually about three seasons for Star Trek shows to get off the ground and get their stride. So I'm watching. Space nine. I haven't watched Deep Space Nine. Why'd you watch Enterprise? Because it takes place chronologically before Deep Space Nine, and I was watching uh, the next. I watched like part of the Next Generation second season because I watched the first season a while ago, uh-huh. and. No surprise here. The early seasons of TNG fucking suck. They're awful. Are they awful? I haven't watched The Next Generation in like 15, 16 years. There's some okay stuff in there. I'd say like, I'm like halfway through the second season. And there's maybe like a small handful of episodes where I'd be like, those are good. Good. Uh, I haven't come across any great episodes yet. And a lot of it, because Gene Roddenberry was still involved at that point, and he was trying to... He's a genius. I mean, I, I don't know if I'd go that far necessarily, but I'd say he, he's very important to Star Trek. Uh, but he was actively ruining it after a certain point, because... He just didn't... He, he's not a man of quality always. I want to be able to detach my back. There you go. So that I can, like, crack it and then put it back. There you go. <laughs> so my back always hurts. I feel like... <laughs> oh. I wonder if I could detach my feet and, like, buggy, I could just, like, fly around. More One Piece, though. Anyway. Uh, Final question from Tito. Yes. Mm-hmm. Open it. Okay. What kids' movie scared you the most? I mean, it's a kids' horror movie, but the fucking, like, Haunted Mask special of Goosebumps scared the shit out of me. (laughs) I think I was, like, six when I saw it, though. So that makes sense. Uh... You know that kid show, um, I can't remember, it's about a clown girl. 
on the on the couch in the big comfy couch. I can't remember what her name is. Yeah, I vaguely didn't remember. like that show. I hate clowns. So <laughs> yeah, like, oh, there's so many clowns. Um, kids movie scared me. I don't know. You got any? It's weird for you because you just started watching horror movies so young. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm I'm not the demographic for this question because I I was pretty desensitized. I mean, probably like there there are definitely like unsettling moments. I I noticed like kids movies versus like horror movies. Mm-hmm. I feel like they do a much better job at. Did I just accidentally try to call Tito? Something just happened. What happened there? One. Let me double check. I don't know what that was. Anyway, uh, I feel like they actively try to tap into more, like, existential or, like, social horror, where it's, like, kind of, like, more imposing to, like, little kid main characters where, like, they feel powerless, so yeah. it adds for more tension. Yeah. Which as to have, a kid. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I, I guess maybe, like, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, Return to Oz. I still don't see Which I don't even know if I'd categorize that as a kid's movie. I wouldn't, from what I know. <laughs> but uh, we should watch Return to Oz at some point. Sure. Some other Oz movie that's not the original. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch. Uh, we do an Oz deep dive, minus, but still not cover the original. We can watch the Tom the and Tin Jerry. Man. They did an Oz. The Muppets did an Oz. Yeah. Uh, we can watch. Uh, What's the what's the one by Sydney LeMay? Oz. No, I don't know. Uh, what's it called? The All Black Oz. Oh, The Wiz. The Wiz, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot. He, I forgot. Uh, the uh, scariest uh, kids movie, um, Cat in the Hat. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, I remember that scene from The Grinch scared me out of the theater when I was a little kid. The one with the baby? No, it's the very beginning scene where he's like in the mail room with Sidney Luhu and he's like, the, the, the Grinch. And I was like, ah, he's great. <laughs> I freaked the fuck out. My parents had to take me home. I don't know why. I think it was just unsettling that costume. That makes sense. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay, question time is over. Let's talk about the, the two... I guess we'll just talk about them together, or yeah. do you want to talk about them separately? No. like They're too similar to talk about. Like There is a substantial difference. We, we but, can talk about the differences between but, them as we like, yeah. talk about them. So, did you like them? I, not, did you like Zack Snyder's Justice League? No, I don't, I don't know if I'd go as far to say I liked them, but I didn't hate them. Either of them? No, I... I honestly... Now, this is going to be the hottest take across the entire internet. I think I might have liked the weed cut more, because I was dying of laughter at how fucking awful it was. I get it. I get it. It had... The CGI in it reminded me of, like, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. It's pretty rough. It's pretty... The CGI is pretty rough in both cuts. It is, Um, but it was much more noticeable in that cut because of the vibrant colors. They can darken everything. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, that's that's a trick with CGI. If you make it darker, it's harder to tell it's bad, but... Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm clever enough to see past that trick. Uh, Let me see. 
the Ben Affleck as Batman is so pathetic. He's so I do not I honestly understand. it felt like in the theatrical cut. There were points where I had to remind myself I was watching Ben Affleck and not like Seth MacFarlane because it felt like Seth MacFarlane. Like I don't know how to like it felt like watching like a million ways to die in the West or like the Orville or something like one like his performance in that. And it, like the way the character was written even felt like it because he's like the whole like do you bleed scene is like oh yeah I think I'm bleeding and like shit like that the the obvious reshoots do just you bleed? <laughs> what the fuck? and the thing that perplexes me the most is the fact that most of this had better takes I think the Snyder cut between these two movies there's a serviceable Justice League movie in there and if they trimmed some of the fat off they could maybe make a decent, hollow, by-the-numbers, just Justice League movie that isn't god-awful. Yeah, I... But the, like, all the theoretically, like, stuff that could have made the original cut better, like, some of the cyborg character development and shit like that, that they cut out probably because Jeff Johns and Will Wheaton... Will Wheaton. Josh Wheaton. Josh Wheaton. Too much Star Trek. <laughs> uh, fucking, what's it called? Uh, clearly had that dispute with the actor who played Cyborg and he called him out. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's so much of a mess to talk about. And, like, Josh Wheaton's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, so, and I don't think Zack Snyder is, like, a terrible person. No, he seems I just think like he's a like, nice enough guy. Yeah, he just doesn't just, make I, good movies. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I would want to enjoy the Snyder Cut more on, like, a ethical level, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I guess I think I did enjoy it more. Or at the very least, I think it is a better movie. Yeah. But it takes four hours to get there, and it's really rough. Yeah, like, it didn't. It, I it do, could have been like two and a half hours. I, I think it could have been two hours. I think It probably like, could have, if they uh, cut out all the extra fucking yeah, gags and shit from... <laughs> Well, the weeding cut's just weird because, like, it's just so fast-paced, but it's still two hours. Because for... And the fact that they just reshot... Why did they make a Justice League movie before the intros to all so many of these characters? Just the fact that they, like, went back and reshot so much of it just to shoehorn in, like, one line, and it's like... Yeah, or just to make Ben Affleck had gained too much weight by that point because he was going through the divorce. Yeah. And, uh, like, it's, like, because, like, all, apparently all of the Snyder Cut was, aside from that final sequence with Jared Leto's Joker, I guess all of that had been previously shot. And it's like, why did you go back? I think there was, like, maybe two scenes, but yeah. Yeah, and it's like, why did you go back and shoot all, like, if anything, like, one of the biggest critiques when Justice League came out came by no surprise to anyone was this mustache edit and it's, it's like so bad i didn't like why did you the even first time around because i was like watching on a computer but i was uh, watching on a tv this time I'm like holy shit that's noticeable yeah and it's like but if they had all this good shit or not good shit but like all this workable footage of superman from this cut it's like, why did you... You didn't need to make Superman a comedic character. 
And it's like, why did you do that? Like, why didn't you just work with the footage of Superman you had? You, it would have been fine. Yeah. Like, the rest of the characters are, fu- like, I guess comedic enough in that cut to where they could have one character who plays it straight, but they didn't. But then the Snyder cut, everyone's just fucking so edgy outside of, like, The Flash. I'm just like, Aquaman is so fucking boring in the Snyder cut. Yeah, I like, did. He's pretty. He's not good in ju- like the Whedon cut. But. Yeah, I, I personally have no investment in this Aquaman. I think it's cool that Jason Momoa plays him. I'm like, that's 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 a cool decision. Makes him. Did you see the movie? I can't. No, neither is Pierre. Nobody's seen this movie. I don't. I don't really give a shit. And I really like the movie. I'm I'm not the biggest Amber Heard fan after oh, yeah. the whole <laughs> yeah uh, thing cutting off Johnny Depp's fucking pinky finger yeah. or whatever. And it's just like, <sighs> and it's like, yikes! I don't like that they brought her back, especially since she was barely in the other cut. And it's like she didn't need to be in this. You could have had Willem Dafoe do the blood thing that yeah. he did, and it would have been way cooler too because he's Willem Dafoe and he's like a fantastic deity that we should just thank for walking amongst our earth. It's just, I just don't, I I just genuinely don't really get why people were, people that don't like Snyder like this movie. Like, that's, that's the thing that keeps bothering me because it... I don't, yeah, I don't understand it. And they're all like, well, it's better. Yeah, I, they add- I, I agree with that. It's I do yeah, agree that I, I think it's a better movie, but like the burger scene is god awful. With the flash and the guy, he drops his uh, burger yeah. and then it's a CGI mess of a bun and a ses- it's just I thought stupid. the best part about that was when he grabbed the hot dog and stuck it into his pocket and it's only because it made me think of Luffy. Yeah, it's the pocket meat. And, and I was I mean, like, like I do that. Ezra Miller, they're fine. I, I like fine. Ezra Miller. I don't, not really my Flash. I don't have a live action counterpart where I'm like that is my Flash. Yeah, Ezra Miller, they're they're fine though but, for me. Like yeah. I don't, I don't really care for any of the casting of the DCEU, I guess. I like Momoa fine as Aquaman. Yeah, I think I some like, of them are uh, fine. I like Zachary Levi as. Uh, Fucking Shazam. Yeah, um, I like it. And I think Henry Cavill has, should be a good Superman. Yeah. And he's constantly let down by the script. Yeah, because, like, he gives... It's like, I almost... Because I don't know if it's the fact that he just... I, I have faith that he could yeah. pull off Superman had he had the right director, the right script, the right everything. Uh, but, like... In these movies, it, he just comes off as so incredibly stiff in the yeah. role. And there's, like, when he's playing Clark, I can't tell the difference between him and Superman. Because he's still doing the stoic, deep voice. And it's like, that's not... Clark's supposed to be, like, Clark! He's supposed to... He's a n- yeah. dork. Hey, Lois, you know, hi. Like, I don't fucking, know. Uh, Make, give him a little bit of a soft edge. What was the one from Returns? Ruth? What's Brandon Ruth. Brandon Ruth. He nailed that. Yeah, he's he nailed that. He's great as Superman. Honestly, if they make a new relaunch of Superman, Superman, bring Brandon Ruth back. Give the man another chance. Literally. Uh, um, or, I, I, there, I, I guess uh, there's talks 
because there was talks a while ago, but then it like seemed like it was off the table. But I guess Michael B. Jordan might be coming back. I don't think he's necessarily a bad choice. I think he Michael could, B. Jordan for Superman. Yeah, I think he could pull it off. Yeah, but uh, just like yeah, um, I don't mind the casting choice for The Rock as Black Adam. I think, I, I, I think it works. I don't know if you saw today, I think it was, Pierce Brosnan got cast as, uh, I think his name is Dr. Fate in the Black Adam movie. Mm. So that'll be interesting. This will be Pierce Brosnan's first time playing a superhero, I think. Yeah, okay. And I love Pierce Brosnan, so. Yeah. <sighs> I just, yeah, but, oh, did you watch Batman vs. Superman this week? Kinda. Like you stopped it. It's rough. It's, it's so dude, It's the I got worst superhero movie I've 40 ever seen. minutes into it and nothing happened. I, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Were you watching the Ultimate Edition? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, well, rough. fuck, this is the version people say is supposedly good. And I was like, I just. It's like the I, worst thing ever. I tried. I, had, I got to the point where I, there was like 15 minutes of the movie where I just had to keep rewinding because I just kept like. Just spacing gone, out yeah. and I was just like oh god damn it like, I don't know what's happening there are worse movies that I've seen but that might be the worst movie I've seen with that kind of budget yeah it's just like holy fuck that was bad like yeah like Justice League even the Whedon cut I think is substantially better than, yeah I was, because the Whedon cut is nonsensical uh, and it's that's probably why probably I, fucking stupid. Because I I watched like the first, but it's not hour boring. I guess of Batman versus Superman, and I was like, fuck this. And then I put on the original uh, Whedon cut. It, so much, and I was like, happens. I'm like, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, that's true. And then I watched the Snyder cut, and I was like, well, this is like the same movie with some extra character info and. They changed some stuff around, and it's two hours longer, and it I feel it. Yeah, I... Maybe it doesn't help that I watched the original cut, like, the night before, but it was just... No, I I watched Zack Snyder cut the day it came out, and I, it just was like, oh, it was fresh. And then I just finished Justice League, like, an hour ago, like, yeah. right before we started. And it's like, it's... Slow, like lots of slow motion scenes. So much, and it's not lots like, of scenes I that don't... are basically just AMVs inserted into the movie, and it's like I, that doesn't count as like doing a montage to sad music doesn't count as any sort of development. It it's like not effective to me. I, I you playing emotional music over a character. Looking like, sad yeah. or jumping into an ocean isn't going to make me go. This is a good movie. Yeah, I need them. Like, it's fine. I'm. Fi- I do think that, like, musically. Uh, I think if it complements, like yeah, it, it can just, enhance an already. It has to dance. have a scene before that. That like, why am I sad? Yeah. Not just like I'm sad. There are points where. And I, uh, with the aspect ratio of the film and like the music scenes, there are points where I was like. I can't tell, but it almost feels like he's going for, like, a Wes Anderson-esque thing with this. But, like, I don't... I don't know if that was the intent. 
but it, like the scene where Aquaman jumped in, like the waves on both sides are kind of like symmetrical, and I'm just like, is that what he was going for there? And it's like kind of like an indie song playing over the top of it that's slow, and it's like, I hope. I not. will say that like, just the Aquaman Zack Snyder is just like I'm sad, and that's it. That's all. Like. At least he's a little goofy in the Justice League one. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah, they have like a rock song playing at that scene instead. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, and he's like jumping low. I'm like, that's better, I guess. Yeah, it it certainly had more pizzazz to it in the theatrical cut. I I will say I like that he felt a little more human in certain scenes. Mm-hmm. Like uh, probably the one. Aquaman scene that I liked the most is the one scene where he's like sitting there and he's like, oh man, it sucks. His dad just died and we're, he's having to go through all this. And then like Flash's like, I thought you didn't care. And he's like, I, I didn't say that. Yeah. And I was like, all right, that, that was like a decent scene. Well performed. You know, I felt it enough. Yeah. It worked. But like, and there, there's other scenes that kind of operate on that same logic within the movie. It's just that, like, I don't feel like I have that base of a proper build-up to care for a lot of it. And it's like, I, the movie's four hours. I should. Yeah. And I can't tell you how pissed off I was when it got to the point where the movie ended and I looked at the runtime and saw that there was 30 minutes left. That and they long. did, they did like the Return of the King thing, except it was way worse because I actually liked it. And yeah. the Return of the King, yeah. but here it was like, oh, okay, we're doing the Lex Luthor like after credit scene from the last movie. All except instead of building the League of Villains, he wants to just tell Deathstroke Batman's identity and lead into a solo film. That's not going to happen. And then we get. The, the Jared Leto dream sequence and then I'm like alright well is it over now uh, no an extra scene with Martian Manhunter and then like it ends with Martian Manhunter like a, what felt like a 30 second shot of him flying away and I'm like is it over and then it like st- stayed stagnant on the area like something where he just flew away from I'm like oh my god and this fucking movie already it's four hours yeah. and like eight minutes and I'm losing my mind here uh, it's just so bloated and it's like it doesn't need any of this like take, take the cyborg shit trim it into the theatrical cut cut out all those stupid extra jokes you could use the better takes from this movie where Ben Affleck's slimmer or whatever if that's what you want to go change for change the fucking literally just get rid of the fucking uh, terrible contrast stuff that they the yeah. saturation and I think maybe change the aspect ratio a little bit. Don't yeah. fucking the I, four by three doesn't. A lot of the scenes, it's like I don't think you were tr- because like it's the director's visual vision. I'm like, then why is the top and the bottom of the screen always filled with absolutely nothing? Like most of the scenes, it just feels like they're in a void. I'm like, this did not need to have a four by three aspect ratio because you don't populate the fucking screen with anything yeah. ever. And it's like. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. This, this, there's a lot that I could talk about with this, and I just don't know where I want to jump. Yeah, yeah. like um, uh, I will say, I do think that is this, is it Ray Fisher? Is that the guy who played Cyborg? I, I think so. I think he's pretty good for what he was given. I think that the writing for Cyborg is pretty bad, but I like the ideas behind it. Yeah. Um, 
And the guy who played his dad, Silas Stone, uh, that was fucking... What was his name? Oh, I don't remember. Like, I thought all of Joe that... Joe Morton. I thought he was pretty good, and I really like... I wish the epilogue had just been his... his Just the tape. I yeah. thought that was pretty good. I thought it was more effective than yeah. the article that Lois wrote. <laughs> on. <laughs> Lois Lane, I mean... In this universe, I like Amy Adams, but, like, the material she's had to work with throughout these films has been fucking just nothing. Yeah. And it's like, I I don't care for this Lois Lane because of that. And it's like, I want to like Amy Adams in the role. I want to like Henry Cavill in the role. But I can't. I can't, because it's just... There's some really good casting for the Superman stuff specifically. I even like uh, fucking... Dude, Zod. I like the casting yeah, for Zod. I, I think he, uh, Michael Shannon. Yeah, I think Michael Shannon is a brilliant choice for Zod. Yeah. It's just like in the writing. Like, when I saw the trailers for it, I was excited because I was like, this seems like it's going to be a good Superman movie. And then it was mm, not. It was just bland. I, I bland, need to rewatch it. Long, shaky, really shaky because he was fucking moving the camera around like this in every goddamn scene and it's like making me sick man literally and I just I don't I do not get when people say that Zack Snyder has like pretty movies like oh yeah they're not good but it has some really cool shots or, and I'm like no it doesn't yeah, I think so they're great, all bland huh? and they're all boring <laughs> I don't like I, I just don't get it and a lot of them look like CGI messes like, in the bad CGI, too. Yeah. Like, um, sure, you can argue Justice League and even the Snyder Cut. Yeah, you can't really judge them because all the studio, whatever. You can still judge his other products. CGI and those aren't very good either. Yeah. And he just fucking throws so much at you. He does. Uh, and, I, uh, uh, I was going to say, maybe we should vaguely get into the plot real quick. Nah, they don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's basically just Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, we lost our big hero. Or I guess it's like a mix between Infinity War and like Endgame's story. Yeah. Because it's like we lost our big hero and so we're left in this kind of empty void where like the current heroes are trying to get everybody. Batman's basically going trying to assemble a group of heroes to fight against any great force that may be coming. Theatrical cut, he knows because he fought uh, Bill from Mindhunter on the roof. And then... (laughs) Which I was like, oh, it's him! And then he didn't do anything. And I was like, oh. Uh, And then uh, in the Snyder cut, it's more just a coincidence. I mean, I guess it makes sense because he, Superman probably just died and he's like, we gotta... Just before something else can happen, and I had this apocalyptic dream, I gotta get this crew together, and then yeah. it just so happens that Superman's death caused a trigger event that wants aliens to invade the Earth, because the cubes have awakened, and the cubes are like the Infinity Stones, just something for the villain to collect, yeah. a goal for His them to try quest. and stop him. Yeah, exactly. But in theatrical cut, the villain's just Steppenwolf in... The Snyder Cut, it's Steppenwolf, but Darkseid is there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's trying to open a portal to basically, like, bring Darkseid over and redeem himself in his eyes, because he, like, fucked up and made Darkseid mad at him. 
Yeah. And got banished, and he's like, oh, I'm I'm better than that. And then I, I think the climax in the Snyder Cut is more, is better because the final, like, battle sequence, because obviously I find them fighting together against him, which they didn't really fight together in the theatrical cut. Yeah, there, there would be, like, two of them fighting him, and then they'd, like, go off, and then two more would come. Yeah, <laughs> but then, like... Superman shows up and then he gets scared and then his own henchmen like eat him and take him back to his home world and they're like well that's dumb yeah. at least in this version they cut off his head and like send it through the portal and kind of like leave somewhat of an impression yeah uh, I I had to go back and rewatch the theatrical cut the like the last couple minutes because I honestly forgot what the fuck had even happened I was like I don't remember how they ended it in this version. And I saw them eat his own henchmen eat him, and I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's better in that department. Like, some real basic character development for a Cyborg that was just completely absent in the theatrical cut. The theatrical cut's so rough for Cyborg, because it's like... Uh, yeah, they, I almost wonder if they, they did that as a just, spite against pro- the actor. Probably. probably. He just shows up in that one, like, tunnel... He just shows up. Yeah. And they don't say anything. He's just there with them. Yeah, he's he's just there. They have, like, some scenes where he's, like, at home brooding about being... <laughs> and it's like, he the edge is, like, up to 20 in the theatrical cut. Yeah. At least they show some not like some more non-edgy scenes yeah. in the Snyder Cut, which but makes it feel a little better. And the total ship, he's just like edgy, edgy, edgy. And then the last like 20 minutes, he's like, and now I'm one of the good guys. So I'm okay. And then he's like laughing with Superman. And that scene, that scene right at the end where they're laughing together after they like beat Steppenwolf or whatever, I'm fine with if the whole movie wasn't like trying to be all jokey. Yeah. Like, it would have been somewhat impactful, I think, if, like, all of them were, like, more brooding. Like, I think it would have fit in the Snyder Cut okay, actually. Yeah. Uh, um, that There's this really dumb plot line that follows Cyborg where he keeps going, like, this this plane wants to fly or something like he's yeah. talking to the I'm like that's fucking stupid and it doesn't go anywhere it's just like a, a fix the plane I'm like yeah. okay why Jeff is like he wants to fly just like hey I can I can fix this because I work with machines yeah it's like they're trying to pull like a Tony Tony chopper because like he can talk to all animals because he is an animal so it's like this I guy's can a talk machine to machines and it's like okay that's fucking stupid like what are you reading the code like. I don't... Ah. But, uh... God, that almost reminds me of... In an episode of Starship... Or Star... I don't know why I keep wanting to call it Starship Enterprise. Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, they fucking have to, like, communicate with an alien by developing a language that's just kind of, like, electric static. So I wonder if it was kind of like that. He's yeah. just like, I, I understand your language. The electrical buzz and humming that David Lynch would do. But, yeah, it's just, it's really hard for me to think about things that I enjoy about either of the movies, unfortunately. Um, the theatrical cut, the, the opening, the, like, phone with Superman, I think that's a good idea. 
I really like interactions with Superman and like regular people, and I think it's a cool idea to have yeah. the opening be like especially old footage of like a child talking to Superman. Like that's a cool idea. It's especially a bad since scene, the universe is like so devoid of people actually connecting with Superman on a more human level. Literally, he's the Superman. He's human. Like that's the point of his character. Yeah, like. He, like, yeah, he's Kryptonian, and he lets everybody know. He's like, yeah, I'm, like, from the planet Krypton, which was destroyed. But, like, I'm here. I want to help you the guys. The whole point I, of I the character is, yeah, the whole point of the character is that just because you're not from somewhere doesn't mean you can't be there and, like, be a human just because yeah. you're not human. Like, exactly. And so, like, I just want, so, like, even though the scene wasn't very good with the children, I'm like, I, I like the idea of it. And I think it's a good opening for a movie that is about Superman's death, but it's not even about that. Yeah. It's it's just like, instead, this one opens with five minutes of him screaming. It's like five minutes by time that sequence I hate ends. that fucking opening. And it's like, the, you see the echoes like go through the earth and like wake up all the boxes. And it's like, Wow, that was five. That was five minutes of this four-hour movie. Yeah, so many of the scenes. The scene with Wonder Woman at the beginning is like two minutes in the theatrical cut, and I feel like it's like fifteen minutes. It's like ten, fifteen minutes in the Snyder I cut. Feel, like it just kept yeah, going, it's like, and it looks bad. It looks really bad in both. Which yeah. is, like the CG is bad in the new Wonder Woman. But, like, I like the story of the new Wonder Woman. I like a lot of the acting. And I know a lot of people really don't like the new Wonder Woman. But then I turn around and go, why do you like the Zack Snyder Justice League? <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so I think this movie has successfully gaslit Oh, I just don't. I just I don't, want to know, and I don't. Stockholm syndrome. Every time I ask somebody, they just say because it's better. I'm like, I agree, but why is it good? Because I don't yeah. get it. It's like Puppet Master Four is better than Puppet Master One through Three, but I still wouldn't go around recommending people watch it. No, Puppet Master Three is better than Four. Uh, may- maybe. I like four better from that's, what I recall. But, but five? Yeah. <laughs> One and two, we can just agree are a bit cool and don't awful. watch. We gotta cover the Puppet Master movies eventually. Since yeah. Richard Banzo never replied. He never got back to you. He never got back to me. I wonder if he just clicked on the random episode and heard us going like, Charles Band. I fucking despise <laughs> you, Charles Band. No. But if, he, I mean, to be fair, if he listened through after. To I'd be the, like, but Richard Every Band? time we talk about Charles Band, <laughs> we compliment Richard Band. Not anymore. You Not didn't anymore. respond to our. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I mean, yeah, his music's fine. It's better. It's too good to be in a Charles Band. I think his music's pretty good. I, th- I just think a lot of the time he doesn't like. He just does too much, you know? He, like, makes too many soundtracks, so obviously, like, yeah. a lot of them just blend together, because he's just like, nobody will notice. Nobody watches all the Full Moon movies, and then we're sitting here like, we know. <laughs> we know. Sadly, we do. I'm going to be honest. I think I'd rather watch, like, almost any Full Moon movie than watch, like, either of these things. Oh. Like not all 
of I'm not saying like I would watch all of them before I watch these two again, but I'm like, pick a full moon movie, I'd probably rather watch it than well, either of these. Yeah, a lot of full moon movies are like barely over an hour. <laughs> That's true. This is a fucking four hour movie. Yeah, uh, I almost rewatched it this morning just because I'm like, I, I'm just, I guess I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm glad people like it. I like it when people enjoy things. It's just very confusing to me. Yeah, no, it confuses me too. And I don't like it when people like things because it means we're likely to get more like it. And I don't like that. That's true. <laughs> I don't want another fuck. I've, I've heard people that I gen- generally like heard shit on these movies say, I wouldn't mind a Justice League 2. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? We just got out of this dark yeah, era. People are trying to be like, no, restart the Snyderverse. I'm like, no, please. We're literally like Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Shazam are all good starts to actually good DC stuff. Yeah, do a Please new- do not do not give Snyder another movie. Do a new uh, Superman movie. Do a new Batman movie, which I, I don't have faith in the new Superman movie that they're doing. J.J. Oh, okay. Abrams is pretty I'm excited for the new Batman, though. Like, yeah, I'm excited for the new Batman. I don't think... I don't think Robert Pattinson is a franchise Batman. I think he's, like, maybe a trilogy Batman at most. That would be sick, though. Like, a trilogy? Yeah. But I, I could see him just doing this one film and being like, I did it. I was Batman. And just going back to... Do Robert too. Pattinson things. <laughs> if he, dude, I'd watch a Lighthouse too. The Lighthouse versus Justice League. It's it just it's like the same movie again, but Robert Pattinson's just aware of it He's the whole naked. time. Oh. He's just like I I've been in this movie before. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> it just drives him crazy. Um yeah, but uh both of these are bad. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Got anything else you want to talk about, about Justice League? I mean, it's just like, everywhere I turned, pretty much every single part of it was bad. Zack Snyder's parts of it had potential, but most of them are bad. Like, it's just yeah. like, that's... Yeah, like like I said earlier, like if Topher Grace wants to cut this into a more tolerable, serviceable edit, he totally can. But like even then, I think at the most this movie has like maybe a four out of ten inside it. I'd I'd maybe go as far to say if this movie had a really good edit, it could maybe pull off a. I think the script's too bad. Like, you cannot... You can't just cut out the terrible dialogue in both of these. People are talking about, oh, yeah, there's so much less of the Whedon script. I'm like, yeah, you get more of the fucking Chris Terrio script now. That's not any better. I will say it's maybe a little less cringy because of the fucking, like, Marvel... Style jokes are Yeah, gone. but the cringe made it at least somewhat engaging, I Fair. guess. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah. I don't really have much more to say. Just, like... I'm, I'm, I'm glad cool. we're probably done with it. I'm, I think this cut has been extremely successful. Zack Snyder's like, well, actually... I know Zack there's Snyder... A, there's a seven-hour cut that we have. Um, 
then that one, everyone just goes back to universally. <laughs> but uh, he's like, well, actually, there's a 10 out. <laughs> it goes on for 12 years. There's like a cut that comes out every three years. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I just say fucking burn it all. Start. I guess do like soft reboots that kind of pick up from or like Wonder Woman, Aquaman left off. I guess it, since people like yeah, want like those Aquaman actors to keep going to happen. Shazam two is going to happen. That's fine. Just reboot it. <laughs> yeah. Just do small contained story. Oh, I didn't even say Birds of Prey. I loved. That's a DC movie. <laughs> but that's so disconnected from all of them, and that's probably why I liked it. <laughs> That's it's kind of how I feel about Shazam. Yeah. Which, I mean, aside I, didn't, from, I didn't love Shazam. Aside from neck up Superman, there's really nothing grounding it to the other Superman movies or other DC neck movies. Down. Oh, did I say neck up? Yeah. Oops. It's just Henry Cavill's face floating in the frame. It's just, they're holding a picture there. And they're like, look, guys, we got Henry Cavill. And he's like, oh. Oh, man. That would have been good. Uh,. Yeah, I just... I don't get it. I don't get it. Please, if you like the Snyder Cut, leave a comment. Yeah. Tell us genuinely yeah. why you no like these hate movies. No yeah. I promise. I want to understand. I don't want to come off as, like, the angry fanboy. Yeah, like, I don't care. I, like, I know a lot of people don't like Birds of Prey. I know a lot of people don't like Wonder Woman, too. Like, there, there's tons of superhero movies I love, and there's tons of movies I love that people hate. It's fine. I just am curious. Yeah. Because this says... An overwhelmingly positive, like, uh, response. Like, more overwhelming than I assume. Not everyone loves it, but yeah. more people like it than I expected I, to. Yeah. And more people like it than I expected to after watching it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just... I don't get it. I don't get it. We don't uh, get it. <laughs> yeah, like... I, I, I just don't... Because it's like... I don't know what to say other than I felt like the just support in the film wasn't there for me to care about these characters yeah, enough. Like I would, I the was hoping that bad. the setup and the and the payoff. I thought maybe yeah. four hours there'll be a decent setup there. It wasn't for anything. I don't think. I don't like the dark. Literally, the only thing in the movie I thought was good was the epilogue with Silas Stone's uh, tape, and, like, that was the only part that I thought was, like, good. Everything else was okay at the very best, but most of it was just like, I hate this. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because the dialogue's not great, the CGI is not great. Like, I could say the CGI is probably on par with the original version like the I'd, I'd version. say it's and, better than uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I would say on par but better because it's darker. Like I would say that and it's impressive that they did it in like a short span of time, I guess. But that's about it. Like it's still not good, it's still not fun. It's just kind of ugly to look at. Yeah, I don't I don't like the dark just toned down visual style of it. I know a lot of people do and they're like, "Well, it can be like that in the comics." And it's like Great, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, yeah, like, Superman doesn't come across for me in this movie at all. Like, I, I don't feel anything. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it's because I didn't watch the second half of Batman versus Superman. Uh, one day you will. One day I will. Or maybe I won't. 
He'll they probably don't. pick it eventually. <laughs> you gotta make him suffer. <sighs> but, yeah, because it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess if there's one one thing that I like liked about this Superman and this pet more, the other one, I think in the theatrical cut, it's Lois Lane who has a line where she's like, I have to send you away again. And he's like, hmm. Whereas in this Snyder cut, he turns and he's like, I, I, they brought me back for a reason. I have to go take care of it. And I felt like that was more in line with his character. Because yeah. obviously, he's Clark Kent. He loves, he loves Earth. He loves humanity. He wants to help him when big bad aliens come and fuck shit up. And it's, I'm glad they got that one simple detail right in this movie, I guess. And that one specific part. Yeah. I don't know why he attacks the Justice League when he wakes up. I don't, like, I get that he's probably angry at Batman. Do you bleed? Yeah, what the theatrical cut kind of dr- drills it up more. But, because it's like, I, I get maybe, like, taking out Cyborg because his body's, like, Fucking going in the self defense mode. But everyone else literally just. But he he could have just been neutralized that threat and been like, okay, like we're good. I'm angry at you, and you have a lot of explaining to do. But like, I don't I don't see why he fought them. I I do like. I don't remember if this is in the Snyder cut or not. I know it's in the theatrical cut. I like that scene where Flash is like running really fast. And Superman <laughs> starts like following him. I I, I think that was it's a pretty, in both versions. Yeah, I I I I, goes, I, I, I like that scene. Get, like, I think it's. I don't think it needed to be as stretched out and go on as long as it did. But I think like the idea of like Flash being like, <laughs> and then just Superman just being like just steadily following him and like, uh oh. Pierre really likes that scene. Yeah, I, I like. I don't mind it. I don't like love it, but it's yeah. it's probably my favorite part of either cut. I guess. Yeah, I would probably say that's my favorite part out of either cut. Too. But, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. What would you give it? Um. The theatrical cut, I gave a one out of ten, and the Snyder cut, I gave a two out of ten. <laughs> That's fair. I I would probably give the Snyder Cut a 3 out of 10. I think it's ambitious. I think it lands in certain scenes that it attempts, whereas other scenes it fucking twists its ankle just like the Flash in that one scene. the Flash when he goes, uh uh-oh. And I'm glad that they left out some of the fucking just needless... like objectification yeah. of Wonder Woman and yeah. the Snyder Cut. Which is, it's really weird to hear people talk about that because I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, I'm glad this didn't happen. And Which like, I Josh, think, we, but like, stop, I I stop just, heralding Zack Snyder as like a saint for that because like he made Sucker Punch. Yeah, like he's he's not immune to also objectifying women. Yeah, and maybe he's like learned his lesson. Yeah, better. which is fine. But like, but, I've um, seen a lot of people talk about that. I'm yeah, like, did you forget like? A lot of his other movies objectify. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Like, oh, of course, you could cut little clips out of Dawn of the Dead and probably oh, get I canceled. Uh, fucking, uh, what's it called? What was I just about to say? I was just about to say something, but I totally forgot. Three out of ten for Snyder Cut 
It fumbles yeah. sometimes. I'd probably give a four out of ten to the weekend cut just because wow. I thought it was so goddamn funny. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed I, it. I had a blast I, laughing at that movie. Not the scenes that were trying to be funny. Yeah, the scenes that but, weren't. Yeah. You know, I get it. I don't enjoy it nearly as much as you did. I got, but. Me... Uh, no, I'll probably give them both three out of ten. They're both... Because I don't, I don't think... I think that's the second half of it starts to fizzle out for me once I've grown used to it. I remember thinking, like, ugh. Because I clearly didn't remember the second half very well. So yeah. I had to go back and rewatch the ending. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think... Yeah. And that's, like... And I was I was really hoping to like the Snyder Cut. I promise I really I, was. I remember what I was going to say. I, I think I was just extra, like, on alarm for, like, just that needless sexualization of the characters. Because I was watching Star uh, oh. Trek Enterprise, and they do that with T'Pol, who I think otherwise is a pretty good character that they just... Well, I get really, it, because Whedon is a scumbag in real life. Yeah. Like, he's a terrible guy, so, like... There, there is something to be said about objectification from like somebody that is a sexual predator and somebody who is he a sexual predator? Well, like he's he's at the very least he's like pretty creepy towards like the Buffy cast. Oh, okay. like, it's just like I, I had just heard that he was, and he's an just asshole. an asshole. Like he's, it's, I think it's probably both. Um, yeah. Like looking at his movies. Like, come on, look at the things he's made. Yeah, it's really, it's it's just like it's really rough because I I I like Buffy because of the people in it, and it's like, well, I'm not, I'm just not gonna watch it probably ever again. Yeah, which is fine. Like I can just I can enjoy things that they've been in since then. I'll I'll probably check out some like because I I never watched the TV series, so I'll probably have to watch Buffy it. Give it a once through at some point, and I'll probably do the same thing with uh, Firefly, just simply because it's like, yeah, I, I just I, a I lot of really people. Li- I, I watched a few episodes. I just didn't. Really yeah, I I was kind of the same place. I watched the first couple episodes, and I was like, it's okay, and then I just could never get into it. But everyone says it's fucking phenomenal, so I, I better see fine. what the big deal so, is at some point. But it's just it's really hard for me to watch like TV shows episodes. if I don't think they're good. Like I Firefly I thought was fine and then I'm just like I don't want to devote more time to this. Like even a movie I'm like I yeah, this could be a terrible movie but it'll be over in an hour and 20 minutes. I'm the same way with everything except for Star Trek. I can I don't know I get what it. it is. I get it. Star Trek it's it's easy to watch Star it Trek. Is. Maybe it's because I grew up watching Star Trek, but I was just like yeah, I can just I, watch Star Trek. Bad episodes of Star Trek are still kind of good to me, you know? Yeah, like, like, they're fun to watch. They're fun to kind of dissect, and, like, even though episodes that don't work, I think it's kind of fun to compare them, because, like, it's not a big mystery that a lot of Star Trek is just kind of, like, uh, they've got maybe, like, seven episode archetypes that they kind of build around, and it's, like, it's kind of fun to, like, experiment and, like, see how the writers try to keep it fresh and maybe sometimes how they fail to keep it fresh, but yeah, uh yeah th- th- fuck the Snyder Cut, fuck the Wheaton Cut, fuck the Justice League of America yeah can we just like can DC just stop making <laughs> can we just stop with the superhero train here soon Maybe maybe I'm just being cynical. I'm starting to get fatigued. 
I'm, I'm not. I'm not. As much as I say that, I'm fine with more. I mean, like, yeah, they. I'm just fine with whatever, just, you know? I, I just want to watch movies, so just make whatever. It it does worry me sometimes about how big the superhero train is and, like, how big these companies are. But I'm like, just excited to see what happens when eventually, like, the Western genre, it'll dry up. And I'm interested to see the aftermath of it. But yeah. that probably won't happen for... I don't know. It's it's hard to predict. It's, yeah. Because yeah. it's like... It's well, really like Westerns right kind of just died off pretty fast, too. Yeah, I imagine it'll probably be a similar case of superhero stuff. I just imagine one day people will be like, all right, this is starting to get old. But I don't, it all. the thing is, like, comics were so big for so long. Yeah, I feel like... So I think it'll take a lot longer. Like, I do think yeah. that eventually superhero movies will never leave. Like, we'll still get one, but we'll get, like, one a year instead of, like, eight a year. I mean, if they're smart, they can really extend the longevity. Because, I mean, the reason why superhero comics fell out of style in general is just because they kept trying to fucking reboot universes, which tossed... Any investment, which I get, I get why they would do it to get to a fresh audience, but you can still do that. That's what like annual comics are for, and that's what new story you can, and or that's what limited series are for. Like worst case scenario, just do like trade paperback origins. Be like, yo, check out like this group of stories. This is a good starting place that'll get you into the mindset that you need to be. As long as like the comics are like fairly episodic in nature. Like, you can have ongoing arcs in the background of shit that, like, I don't think anyone particularly minds as long as they can kind of grasp the bare bones of what's going on in the given story that they're hopping into. Yeah. And they can still be like, oh, what's this going on in the background? That's kind of interesting. I don't, maybe I'll go back and read some older issues and see how this kind of built up and maybe see where it goes, get invested. Who knows? But, uh... Yeah, now that they're introducing, like, TV shows, I imagine the longevity of the types of stories they can tell will probably extend its expiration yeah. date a bit further. Well, it's like, people were so... They felt refreshed by WandaVision because it did have, like, a pretty different tone at the beginning. <laughs> but the thing is, it didn't at the end. It just felt like every other MCU thing, but worse. Like, uh, substantially worse. Like, because it's a TV show, the effects were terrible. Mm-hmm. Or at least pretty rough. Um, while, like, The Mandalorian, uh, I think of in a similar vein, like, they were trying to do something different, but they kept that, they they kept that, like, theme and they kept the presentation pretty, pretty close. So, like, it had really bad seed, like, really bad effects work. They did a lot of, like, face effects um, in the last episode, and they were bad, but, like, overall, the series was fantastic, in my opinion. Mm. Maybe I'll pick that for Screenlands one day. One day. I need to... I haven't been through... Aside from Far From Home, I haven't been through any of Phase 4. And I think they retroactively put that in the Phase Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to pick WandaVision. I was talking about the Mandalorian. Oh! <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not going to watch WandaVision again. No, I think that's Phase 4. I think that's technically still... I, I, I think I was looking on Wikipedia, and I think they moved it. But I might be off on that. I think they might have been like, oh, yep, we want to move this to... Because it's like, I don't know. Was this episode 88? I don't know. DC era's done. We're done. The DC era. It's been done for a while. For now. 
I will we'll eventually. Do, I do want to watch those Justice League animated movies. I, I think we'll do DC stuff again, but I don't know if it'll be like an era. Maybe it will. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, what was we'll it, do five the, episodes? We'll do the full moon era instead. Yeah, it was what we did. Batman Year One, Death of Superman episode, Wonder Woman Green Lantern episode, and Superman episode, and then this episode. So yeah. Fine. If we didn't take that February break, I probably could have gone for a second month there. But then I just kind of, my ADHD led me in a different interest for that month. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I got obsessed. Oh, God. I just started a Reed Wings episode. <gasps> we got to go record that. Uh, yeah. So what are we watching next week, Thomas? Star Trek, the original series, yes. season one. Uh, we'll be talking about select episodes from season one. But uh, let me. We'll just talk about season one as a whole, probably mostly, uh, and then dive I, more I'm into. I'm no longer planning on rewatching the whole season. <laughs> I d- Never mind. I was lied yeah. to. Uh, well, <laughs> you're supposed to. Uh, so we're gonna watch those ten episodes. Uh, episode four. It's not episode four. So okay. What? It's the, the production order is different from like how it's categorized and like DVDs online. It's fucking stupid. So I'm just gonna read the episode titles. We've got the enemy within. We've got balance of terror. We've got the Galileo Seven. Arena. Tomorrow is yesterday. Court martial. Spacey. Yo. <laughs> Captain Kirk just comes in space. <laughs> Spacey? Yeah. That's, that's, that's like, uh, that is the episode that is the prequel to Wrath of Khan. Prequel as in it existed before Wrath of Khan and is like the Khan episode that hmm. the movie is a follow-up to. A, uh, This Side of Paradise... Errand of Mercy and The City on the Edge of Forever. I had a really hard time picking just 10 episodes. I really wanted to cover The Menagerie, which is a two-part episode that includes the pilot in it, but uh, it was just two episodes. I didn't want to take up two episodes. And the other one that I really wanted to do was The Devil in the Dark. I saw that crossed out in this picture. Yeah. Uh, But... Yep, we're going to watch those ten episodes and talk about them. And, yeah, I don't know if we'll cover any more of the original series at any point. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. Uh, if anything, probably the motion pictures. Yeah. We might do, like, a second part where we cover, like, some episodes from two and three, or season two and three. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just going to title the episode Star Trek. Season one, though. I'm not going to fucking go select episodes of Star Trek. You can do that. I mean, I can, I can broadly still talk about season one. Cool. But I mean, I, I can too, it. you know? You don't have to watch a whole season. <laughs> With Star Trek, like, they're all so episodic. It's like, yeah, you get the yeah. feel. For at at least for this season. Some of the later Star Trek stuff, it has kind of... Well, yeah, like, there, is, there are, like... Eight episode long arcs in like Deep Space Nine, I want to say. Like, there's, yeah, there's they're, pretty substantial they're whole, arcs. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, the Dominion War doesn't that cross over between TNG and Deep Space Nine? I want to say so. I want them to fucking do HD remastered Deep Space Nine. That and Voyager don't have high definition. I, I was looking at some of the clips on 
fucking Netflix and I have that mud water resolution from like old DVDs. Class. Gross. <laughs> Alright. Thanks for watching Screen Weens as always. Tell your grandma and Tell have grandma. a wonderful day. Don't watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. Goodbye. <laughs>